Well, it's, it's Thursday, or Friday, actually. Just speaking for a podcast. Oh, that goes down good. I love sweet potato pie. It's the best. It's a Speaking Forum podcast. We're celebrating Thanksgiving on this week's show because it's that time of year already. I'm Adam McNutt, wiping my mouth alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gomison. I did not know they allowed food in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll get to that a little later. You're listening but a few weeks anyway, from now. <laughs> um, we are just a little under a week. To go until Thanksgiving, six days Woo-hoo. from the release of this podcast until Thanksgiving 2016. And Adam and I were just kind of reminiscing through the Christmas episodes um, earlier before we went on the air. And we think it's our fifth holiday season yeah. together as podcast hosts. So uh, these are some of my favorite episodes because um, a lot of times the content creates itself. And also it's just an exciting time. It's just a fun Time to be with family and friends, and what better way to kick it off than the Speaking for Him podcast? So, Adam, why don't you get us started with our quote of the day? I'm going to say that the turkey is right in chalk on the chalkboard for the quote of the day today. Gratitude is the inward feeling of kindness received. Thankfulness is the natural impulse to express that feeling. Thanksgiving is the following of that impulse. It comes from Mr. Henry Van Dyke. And I was I was looking at quotes, and I just really like this one, how it kind of dissects it. Um, you know, how gratitude leads to thankfulness, and then um, Thanksgiving uh, comes out of that. And it's just really nice to have a day set aside for us to remember the things to be thankful for. I've always found, found it kind of ironic that we spend a day being thankful for the things we have, and then mm-hmm. we spend the next day on Black Friday um, trying to figure <laughs> yeah. out um, what we can grab that we don't have. Now, I'm going to tell you the honest truth. My brothers and I bought a TV several years ago um, on Black Friday. It was fun to do. We went together and got a nice TV. And I don't regret that. I enjoyed it. I had fun. But I'm just um, giving you a gentle admonition to make sure that you, first of all, enjoy Thanksgiving. Soak it up for what it is. Don't get too caught up in Black Friday. And um, matter of fact, I was telling Adam also before we recorded that a couple years ago I wrote an article um, on my blog that was called Say No to Black Thursday. And basically it's how Black Friday is encroaching more and more on Thanksgiving and some stores are even having Wednesday sales. What? To start the day before Thanksgiving. And <laughs> I just want to encourage you, don't get caught up in all of that. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. And then if you really want to brave the stores the day after Thanksgiving, go for it. It's the official kickoff of the Christmas season. And we can finally play Christmas carols. Some <laughs> of us have already started a little bit, but we can finally do it in public with no shame. Um Actually, I don't have much shame, but my family does give me flack. When I was a kid, Adam, I used to pull out the Christmas songs on October 25th. Oh, no. (laughs) Because I thought that was soon enough, but certain people did not appreciate Mm. that. So I've tried to refrain and do a little better. better But in my defense, the Christmas albums often come out in the end of October. True. Um, But that was a little rabbit trail, but... The first thing we're going to do, kind of as the meat of our show, you know, every year I try to come up with something new and unique, um, a way to celebrate the Thanksgiving holiday on this podcast. And as I said, we've done this, I think, five times. 
So it gets a little more challenging to find something exciting and new for you guys. Well, today we're going to talk about Thanksgiving traditions around the world. Because believe it or not, there are different Thanksgivings for different countries. The interesting thing about Thanksgiving is it is very country-oriented, whereas Christmas is celebrated around the world in very similar fashion with different traditions tied to it. The Thanksgivings... Um, have to do more directly with the individual country. And so Adam and I are going to look at this list with you um, and, and discuss it a little bit and, and what we like and what we don't like. So Adam, why don't you start with the first one and read, read um, give us a little bit of an insight into the first country. First country is Germany. And Thanksgiving to them is it's a religious holiday that often takes place on the first Sunday of October, actually. They call it, buckle up for this one, Erntendankfest, I think, somewhere around that neighborhood. That's the Adam McNutt dialect it of, is. of that word. We're going to call it Dankfest. Is that all right for now? Yeah. It's essentially a harvest festival that gives thanks for a good year and good fortune. In rural areas, the harvest aspect might be taken more literally, but churches and cities likewise hold uh, festivals and festivities. They This might include a procession where one wears Erntendankfest, a harvest crown made of grain, flowers, and fruit. And although turkeys are making inroads, they usually do fatten up chickens, hens, and also roosters and geese are more of the favored meat for the feast. All right. And the second one on our list is Japan. Um, it's – I'm not going to have any easier time than you <laughs> yeah, Good luck with, the, Kur- with this one. Kinro Kinsha no Hai. The national public holiday um, that Japan celebrates every November 23rd. So this one has a fixed date. Yeah, same week as ours. Um, kind of like Christmas um, for us. And it's derived from ancient harvest festival rituals. And it's also sometimes called Labor Thanksgiving Day because its, its main celebration is for hard work and community development. And um, it was intended to celebrate the rights of workers in post-World War II Japan. And it's celebrated with festivities, including children creating crafts and gifts for the local police officers. I kind of like that. I do, too. I, I think we need to support our police. And so I, I kind of really like that as we go forward in this list. And number three, Adam, that's probably the one other than our country that we're most familiar with. But give us a little bit of insight on number three. Yeah, just you know, across, go across the bridge from uh, Detroit and boom, you're in Canada. And that's where we're going for our third one. Arising from the same European origins of harvest festivals that led to America's version, the Canadian Thanksgiving, or to its French-speaking citizens, uh, Action de Grace. That was a little more of a Spanish roll of the tongue there, but anyways was first celebrated in 1578 when English explorer Martin Frobisher gave thanks to his fleet's safe travels in present-day Nunavut. Parliament made it a national holiday in 1879, but in 1957, Parliament actually moved it from November 6th, declaring a day of general thanksgiving to Almighty God for the bountiful harvest which, with, uh, with which Canada has been blessed to be observed on the second Monday in October. So interesting, it used to be November like ours, and then they... In 1957, moved it to the second That Monday. is very interesting because I always wondered. When I was a little kid, I thought it was the same Thanksgiving. And I just yeah. wondered why they celebrated a month before us. I guess they wanted to get the jump on us. That's true. But um, And they have a longer uh, holiday gift shopping season if you want to take it literally, I guess. That's true. And but, they get the three-day weekend. 
And if you have dual citizenship, you get two Thanksgiving. There you go. But uh, <laughs> now we're talking. But anyway, um, I just uh, thought that was really interesting, and it is interesting that it used to be in November and they moved it up to October. That's kind of like I think we talked about in the past how different presidents have done different things with our Thanksgiving. For a while, it was the third Thursday in November. Oh, um, because Franklin Roosevelt actually thought that would stimulate the economy to have Black Friday be a week earlier. And then it was moved back to the fourth Thursday uh, after a while when it didn't really give it the bump that they thought it would. So this some interesting factoids. And again, I think that's already in one of our uh, Thanksgiving show archives. And I'm having a real hard time turning my page here. All right. It's full of turkey and mashed potatoes on top. So Yeah. Uh, again, about this food in the studio, it doesn't mix well with the notes. Um, <laughs> we got to warm up somehow. All right. Grenada. Um, the West Indian Islands version of Thanksgiving shares no origin with America and yet would not exist uh, without the United States. Held on October 25th every year. So I think a lot of these are in the fall. Mm-hmm. So kind of yeah, it seems to be October, November, one of the Burr months. So Grenada's Thanksgiving marks the anniversary of the 1983 U.S. military invasion to restore order after the death of communist leader Maurice Bishop. American soldiers who were stationed in the country the following month told locals about their upcoming Thanksgiving holiday, its signature feast, and its intention to show gratitude. To show their own gratitude, the people of Grenada worked in secret to surprise the soldiers with meals like those they longed for, complete with turkey and fixings. Mm. So this was actually a Thanksgiving that the people of Grenada gave to the soldiers from the U.S. that were helping them recover from a communist leader. So that's kind of interesting. And Adam, why don't you continue with number five? Hopping over to West Africa, the nation of Liberia. Their variation of America's Thanksgiving is uh, founded was founded in the 19th century by freed slaves from the U.S., Mainly celebrated by Christians, Liberians take the concept of the cornucopia and fill their churches with baskets of local fruits like bananas, papayas, mangoes, and pineapples. And then an auction for these is held after the service, and then families retreat to their homes to feast on what they got. Concerts and dancing have evolved as a distinctive part of Liberia's Thanksgiving tradition. So interesting, not one turkey to be seen. Yeah, that that is interesting. And it also, just another factoid about... Um, turkey our thanksgiving could be different very different if ben franklin had gotten his way because ben franklin wanted the national bird to be the turkey oh and um huh fate our some of his fellow founding fathers intervened and it ended up being the eagle um because as you know we can't legally eat eagles mm-hmm. so nobody should have any idea what they taste like yeah, right. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Yeah, let's hope that stays the thing. If you have an eagle on the Barbie, I can't help you. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, all right. Well, um, the Netherlands. For many of the pilgrims, England was just a layover on the way to America. About 40% of the adults on the Mayflower were coming from Leiden in the Netherlands, where they lived and worked from 1609 to 1620. The Dutch have claimed... claimed influence on several elements of colonial American life from this contact, including civil marriages, ladder-back chairs, and wood-playing to house construction. 
Some even suggest the Pilgrim's Thanksgiving found inspiration in Leiden's annual commemoration of the breaking of the Spanish siege of 1574. Regardless, the people of Leiden still celebrate the American settlers who once lived there with a non-denominational church service on the fourth Thursday of November. So the same day that we have our American Thanksgiving, then the people of the Netherlands have theirs. Oh, that's cool. And it says, afterwards, there's no turkey, but cookies and coffee are offered. Hmm. So again, no turkey mentioned. That's interesting. So they go kind of big B, if you will. Uh, and Adam is going to wrap us up with one more. From Norfolk Island, which I've never heard of before. It's a Pacific island that sits between Australia and New Zealand. It owes its Thanksgiving to contact with the U.S., specifically when its whalers in the mid-1890s. It began when American trader Isaac Robinson proposed decorating the All Saints Church with palm leaves and lemons, hoping to attract whalers to a Thanksgiving service and celebration. Though Robinson passed away before the following Thanksgiving, the tradition caught on, and now on the last Wednesday of November, so one day before ours, families bring fruit and vegetables to the church to celebrate, tying corn stalks to pews and decorating the altar with fresh flowers where they would once recollect their offerings afterwards. Now these are sold to raise money for the church. So a super big church focus happens on Thanksgiving Day in Norfolk Island. So I think basically everybody on this list was October or November. There might have been one exception. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I, all in the fall. But I think they're all in the fall and all in October and November. And a lot of them close to the American Thanksgiving. So it's just kind of a nice to get a little bit of an international flavor. Because the interesting thing is I remember one time when I was watching a Christmas carol with my dad. And I was like, well, he's fighting to get Christmas off with his family. He always wants Christmas off with his family, and Scrooge doesn't want to give it to him. I'm like, what about Thanksgiving Day? <laughs> and my dad's like, they don't celebrate Thanksgiving in England. And Oh, yeah. That clicked in my head as a little kid, finally, that that's why. Um, actually, I don't know for sure that they don't celebrate any Thanksgiving, but they don't celebrate ours, so. Let me put that out there because I'm sure somebody <laughs> might email me and be like, oh, yes, they do. And I actually, I would love to hear about that. If you have heard of a English Thanksgiving, I would love to hear what the origins of that are. So I hope you've enjoyed this, um, this trip around the world for Thanksgiving traditions worldwide. Um, the information was taken from a Mental Floss article, which we will post on the blog for this week's show. And we would encourage you to check that out and... Share it maybe with your friends around the Thanksgiving table. All right, Adam, the time has come to uh, talk about what we are thankful for as we go into this Thanksgiving holiday. And I think uh, a lot of times I go first, but why don't I let you do that this year? Oh, well, I'm thankful for that, for one. Thanks for letting me go first. <laughs> um I would say I'm thankful, A, I was blessed with a, a newer car after my first car deer accident last month. So I was grateful that that was a total God thing that worked out. Uh, this year, I really learned the value of people and the value of family and the good friends in my life. Andrew, of course, you're in that group. So I am so thankful for the people that God has given me to make the good times better and make the hard times a little lighter. So thankful for that. And I would have to say very similarly, people have really rallied around me 
um, when it came to the fact that I needed a new vehicle. I know a lot of people were praying, and a lot of people have donated to make that a reality, and I'm so grateful for that. Hopefully next summer or fall, um, we can get that baby paid off, and we can have a pig roast, because that is the plan. And wherever it is that you're listening um, to this podcast, um, I will make sure that there is details that will come out in future broadcasts and on my social media about when that will happen. Um, I would really like it if you would be able to help us with the donation and you would definitely be included in the invite for the celebratory pig roast. I can already smell it. (laughs) And we're getting off topic because we don't eat pig on Thanksgiving, although why not? Maybe we should wrap the turkey in bacon. Now we're talking. What do you think about that? And not turkey bacon. Just saying. No, just you might as well add the pig because there's every other animal on the table. (laughs) So that being said, I just I'm very thankful for that. I'm thankful for my job at the Potter's House Christian School. I've been very blessed um, to be able to be working there since the beginning of the school year. Um, I don't know how long that job is going to last. But I'm thankful for it while I have it. I really love the people that I get to work with. I mean, I feel that they have a mutual respect for me. And I love the kids. You know, I don't have kids of my own yet. And so it's great to be able to impact the next generation by being a hall monitor and safety officer at the Potter's House High School. So blessed to be able to do that and blessed to be able to pay some bills as a result of that employment. And uh, very blessed um, by the staff here at WJQ that allows me to record this podcast and Adam for his help. And um, just so many family and friends that it would take me hours to recount all the ways they've helped me. And so I won't do that and bore you, (laughs) but uh, I have a lot to be thankful for. And I trust that you do too. We'd love to have you comment on this blog, the blog post for this episode. And just put in the comments what, I, what I'm thankful for so that we can rejoice with you. And um, if you want to send us a voicemail um, so we can hear what you're thankful for, go ahead and click on the right-hand side of the blog um, and just click the microphone, leave a two-minute message, let us know what you're thankful for, and it may appear in a future episode of the podcast. Or it may not. It may, we may just listen to it and enjoy it, but we would love to hear from you. All right, we have um, taken care of, uh, we have gone through uh, Thanksgivings around the world. We've talked about uh, what we're thankful for, and I'm changing up the order a little bit on the notes. We're going to do our our one time every year, speaking of <laughs> the podcast, I know it. delves into sports, and that is we're going to do a slight preview of the Lions versus the Vikings. Now... As I record this, the Lions are on a three-game winning streak. Who knows where they will actually be on this hmm. day? And actually, I believe that the Vikings are leading the NFC North, the division that the Lions are in. Oh, boy. So this is going to be a very interesting game. Um, I don't know uh, what to say about it other than that the Lions have had a pretty good track record on Thanksgiving. So I'm... Definitely pulling for a Lions victory, hoping for a Lions victory. But I think the way that the Lions are going to win is if they keep it close and if they jump on top first. If they're playing catch-up, they will not 
pull out the victory, I don't think, because they've tried to do that, especially against Green Bay, mm-hmm. and they often fail. Um, and I just hope they play mistake-free football because they have a habit of snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. And so we want to make sure. I, I hope that they won't. And while we're on the topic, also right now, the University of Michigan is undefeated 7-0. and now they may not be by the time this brought this bro- this is posted in a few weeks yeah. from recording day. However, I'm hoping that they will be because they have the pieces necessary to contend for a national title. So I'm really hoping, as a Michigan fan, that um, we will be able to celebrate that going forward uh, in January. So we will just have to wait and see how those football things. Um, shake out. I am gonna say that the Lions will squeak by the Vikings, twenty four twenty one on Thanksgiving Day. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I think they will they will eke it out because they've eked out several games this year, and there's not a better fourth quarter quarterback than one Matthew Stafford. So that is my football roundup, and. Now we can get back to um, our Thanksgiving content. And we have something really fun (laughs) to share with you right now. The Holderness family has done several funny videos. And I'm trying to think off the top of my head what some of the other ones are that they've done. And I can't think of any specifically. But this one deals with pumpkin spice. <laughs> so I thought it was very appropriate to include it on our Thanksgiving episode. So let's sit back and enjoy this. That is too much season, take it slow. Pumpkin spice is everywhere I go. Please don't put that in all my food. You don't know how much of it to you. Season, take it slow. Pumpkin pasta that is gonna blow. Please don't make any more macaroons. I have to make up a bad excuse. Welcome to the room of people who have lost their minds, spicing everything. Disturbing. Wake up and I'm hungry and I bite into a bagel and it's pumpkin spice. That's not nice. That's a pumpkin yogurt sitting next to you. Those are pumpkin nachos sitting next to you. That is pumpkin popcorn sitting next to you. I say, when will it go away? That is too much season, take it slow. Why do they sell this at Trader Joe's? debate in our house. I am very pro-pumpkin spice. This guy is insane and anti-pumpkin. Where do you fall in this great debate? Are you with me or this lunatic? (laughs) Oh, and you have spinach in your teeth. (laughs) At least it's not pumpkin. (laughs) Okay. 
Okay, so what did you think of that, Adam? That's cute. That's clever. I say go Holderness family. Yeah. I mean, don't go too hard on the pumpkin spice, but otherwise, it was good. Good job. I think my sister has tried pumpkin spice Cheerios this year, and she said they were pretty good. Ooh. Um, I kind of want to try pumpkin spice life. Oh, that'd be good. See, I could see that more than Cheerios. I'd like that. So, uh. Oh, we're on the topic, why don't I ask this? What's the most bizarre thing that you had that they infused pumpkin spice in? Oh, boy. I got to think for a second. I once had some pumpkin spice. I think I had pumpkin spice popcorn once. Yeah. And it was uh, it was okay. It was kind of interesting to have salt and pumpkin spice. Now, I will say that I like pumpkin spice things, mm-hmm. like pumpkin flavored things, actually better than pumpkin. Like, I think I saw a meme that you shared with a piece of pumpkin pie. Yes. But it was covered in so much whipped cream, you couldn't tell that it wasn't just a whipped cream pie. Also true. And that's the way that I would eat my pumpkin pie. (laughs) If my mom would let me get away with it. Save some for the rest of us. So. I love it. Because I'm not a big pumpkin pie guy, but I like pumpkin flavoring. So I think it's more of a texture issue. Oh yeah, um, but I like pumpkin spice lattes from Big B. Although I shouldn't, I should be careful this <laughs> holiday season about that. And then right around the corner is peppermint lattes oh, too. Yes. So my goodness, it's gonna get a little bit difficult up in here to <laughs> uh, maintain um, health goals. But I'm hoping to um, spend the early part of. November preparing myself by laying off and so I can um, get an opportunity to indulge a little bit come the holidays. So that's just a little bit of another peek behind the curtain. Some of you may or may not care about that. Probably more of you don't care, (laughs) but I just thought I would throw that out there. But Adam, we've had a lot of fun. We've been around the world. Um, You've been eating turkey and Mashed potatoes and stuff. I was about to say, going around the world made me hungry. What uh, what all? Um, And we had a turkey in the studio, a live turkey, while we were eating turkey. Go figure (laughs) that one out. But anyway, do you have any final thoughts for our listeners? I just want to say have a blessed Thanksgiving and just take time to really hang out with family and friends if you can. You know, just take take the time you get because you only get so many holidays. Absolutely. And that's the thing that has been impressed on me more in the last few years. You know, when you're when you're a little kid, you don't you kind of you might see your grandparents as old, but you don't really see them as aging. Mm -hmm. But the last few years, now that I'm in my 30s um, and watching my grandmother struggle in some areas health wise and then my grandfather just getting older, you kind of. It's like you blink and you turn your head and they're all of a sudden old. Mm-hmm. Like, when did that happen? And so relishing whatever holidays are left with my grandparents is a very important thing for me. And I hope that um, everyone else sees that for their own family. And if you are without someone this Thanksgiving, my heart aches for you. I know what it's like to um, to to wish that you had someone with you. I still miss my brother who passed away when he was an infant when I was 13 years old. Um, But we have much to be thankful for because we don't live our life as people that have no hope. 
we have uh, great thanksgiving for our Lord Jesus Christ who gave the ultimate gift in his son and that his son died, was buried, and rose again on the third day to secure our salvation. So, so, so much to be thankful for. And so we are excited um, that you have chosen to uh, share this time with us on the Speaking for for Him podcast. We wish you a wonderful Thanksgiving um, from the uh, for 2016 uh, from Adam and I, and we're we're excited um, to be embarking on the holiday season with you. I don't know exactly yet how that's going to take shape as a podcast, but rest assured we will be here throughout the month of December and Lord willing beyond with more exciting content. So all that to say, happy Thanksgiving, have a wonderful weekend and keep serving the best of masters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him, alongside his co-host and executive producer, Adam McNutt. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at Speaking For Him. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review.